This podcast is part of the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network. AvenuePodcast.net Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time for a fun episode with a fun guest. I am really excited to have on this week's guest. He is a man with about 20 years or so experience in the wrestling business. He has managed all kinds of great people in the past, and he's managed some pretty cool ones that I've actually had on the show here. He's managed the likes of Joe Helms and even Tim Rockwell, and uh, he's got all kinds of great people that he's worked with. You see him in Mid-States Wrestling as well as SICW out of the St. Louis area. This man can talk. He has the gift of gab, and I am very, very pleased to have him on the show today, and that is Stephen E. Great guest, and you guys are really going to enjoy it. And for those of you who are here just to hear the Stephen E. episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes I have here as well. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get the show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had to punch me face. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? I felt like it was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like, it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro! Get punched in the face all the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? <laughs> what? Man, this guy won't shut up. All right, everybody. So I have a man with me today that I'm really excited to talk to i have seen him do stuff with sicw and i've seen stuff that he does with mid-states wrestling as well my first time that i actually ever saw him was a mid was an sicw video and i've talked to joe helms about this guy before he actually managed joe helms for a while uh this is a great guy he is the manager of champions and that is stephen e man how are you doing today Oh, man, I am doing fantastic, Jared. You know, I mean, just think about it. Think about it, man. I mean, just imagine how lucky you are. I could be anywhere in the world right now. I could be on a beach in the Bermuda. I could be on a beach at the Dominican, anywhere in the world, baby. And I'm right here with you to give a dad a a podcast. (laughs) That's great, man. I I am so happy to have you here. Um, We, you we talked a little while ago and kind of set this up. And so I've been looking forward to this for a few weeks now and everything. Um, but like I said, I first uh, saw something that you did and it was with SICW and uh, your character that you have there. I love it. it uh, you are one of those that you seem like, you know what you're doing when it comes to the mic. You know, you know, first of all, Jared, man, it's great to be here. Uh, uh, I've, I've listened to numerous, uh, numerous casts in the past and, uh, uh, quite frankly, um, um, I'm a little butthurt that it's taken this long for me to get on, but <laughs> the, the, the fact of the matter is I'm here today and that's what, what, what's important, but yes, I, I, I have, uh, I have developed a knack for, for speaking on a microphone, um, in front of a, an audience and in front of a camera and, 
I love I love doing that. That character up in SICW, man, I have so much fun doing that. It's a uh, it's a great uh, it's a great character mm-hmm. that uh, uh, you, you know Middle Eastern sympathizer, especially as an American, and right. you know we do uh, we do a lot of different stuff up there that uh, that really 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 gets under the the fan skin and. Boy, they uh, they love to hate me, and they love to hate uh, Devastation Incorporated up there in SICW. But you know, uh, man, gosh, look who's standing behind me! You got the sheet, Jake Prater. You got Peyton Ayers, and then you got none other than you know the uh, the international bounty hunter Attila Khan. I mean, right. it, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to 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 want to step up to us when you've got those guys behind you because they are are literally the cream of the crop and just some tough son of a guns. Right? Yeah. I uh I definitely enjoy watching the SICW product and everything and it's really cool because y'all have a uh YouTube show so I'm able to catch it every week you know that's kind of the problem I have with even some of the uh major stuff if you don't have cable you don't get to watch it but with places like SICW you do because of the YouTube Absolutely absolutely and you know you know the thing about SICW that I that I just love is they throw that classic stuff in there I mean like yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm a fan, you know, first and foremost, I'm a fan, you know, way before I got into the business, I was a fan of professional wrestling and, you know, the glory days and the golden years and stuff like that. It, it, man, that stuff takes me back to being a child and, and watching some of the stuff that they have, you know, Herb Simmons, who is just an absolute ah, just genius in this business. I, I, I call him the godfather of professional wrestling. He is mm-hmm. You know, he he has so much of that wrestling at the chase footage that 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 he's able to put on those shows. And for me, it's just a huge honor just to even be a part of that 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 scene up there in St. Louis. And right. man, I tell you what, I I I I never thought as a young man, you know, in California growing up, you know, being you know influenced so much by like the WWF product over there that that you know later on in my life that you know that I would be such a a big part of the 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 St. Louis wrestling scene right now and right. and I love it man I love it so let's kind of get into it how did you actually get into wrestling oh man i i i you know of course just like everybody man you got you're a fan you're a right. fan yeah. very few people come into this business that aren't a fan already mm-hmm. and i walked into this business as a fan i i i moved from uh from the central valley little little city in california called farmersville california to uh to uh harrison arkansas which mm-hmm. you know uh farmersville wasn't a big city but you know we had a a, a bigger city that i grew up in which was called visalia and uh it was about 1,520, 25,000, somewhere in there. And, you know, I, I went to school in Visalia and lived in Farmersville, but ended up moving back here in 96 and mm-hmm. attended a independent show down in, in Harrison, Arkansas. And by chance, I crossed paths with another gentleman. And uh, it, 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 it's crazy when you think about it. You know, I'm talking in like maybe – April, May of 96 in a little town called Harrison, Arkansas, I ran into a gentleman by the name of Jason Jones and (laughs) it, 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 you know, it's all history from there, baby. You know, I mean, uh, he was running the, uh, the music for this independent show. And by chance, I, I talked to him for a minute and, you know, and at the time he was known as the guy that liked wrestling around town. And, you know, by gosh, I was, you know, uh, uh, a guy that liked wrestling. So, you know, we had to, we had to talk and 
he uh he actually went and and started training with a, a company out of um out of uh uh Northwest Arkansas, WCCW. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I can't remember the gentleman's name. I think it was Ron, Ron something. I I, I can't remember his name. But uh, but anyways, he uh, he 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 started doing some shows and doing some announcing and stuff like that with him. And anyways, uh, uh, started running shows and and doing all that stuff and come back to to Harrison and would uh, would announce the shows for them and whatnot. And I just got with him and and you know. Uh, started doing some training with them and stuff like that. You know, I, I broke into the business as a, as a, a, a music guy, somebody that, that was, you know, at the time we didn't even have all the fancy equipment that they have now. Now they have computers that already have all that stuff preloaded and, you know, right. they just go and click and press a button back then, you know, I mean, we had to work for that, that, you know, that money we had to, to take the microphone and actually hold it to the cassette player. And, you know, and then when you were done, you had to, had to put your head down and listen and make sure you queued up to, you know, to who was going to go over so you could have their music ready to go and you right. know, all that stuff. It was real, real fancy and whatnot. But, but I, uh, I, 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 you know, broke into the business as a, as a music guy. Well, okay. uh, it, it, a, a time came where, you know, somebody had asked me, they said, Hey, you know, do you think you could maybe do some announcing for me? And I said, well, you know, heck I can try a little, little place called uh, cherry tree, Arkansas, I believe is where it was. Mm. And, uh, went down there and it was like a little gymnasium down there. And, and if I'm not mistaken, that was in the very, 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 very early days of crown wrestling. Um, okay. you know, I know that, 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 you know, that there was a reincarnation years later and, 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 you know, that's not around anymore now, but right. you know, this was probably back in two, gosh, 2000. No, this was even in 2000. It was like in 90, 98, 99, somewhere in there. And maybe even 97. Gosh, I don't, I don't know, but you know, I remember going down there and, and I, I was just doing the announcing. Well, I started to kind of gain a little bit of an edge as an announcer, not, not trying to get myself over as a heel, but kind of, kind of just being more of like a smart aleck or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, then, then came a company called uh, Midwest Wrestling Federation and uh, it was out of Joplin, Missouri. And that's where, you know, where Michael Berry and, you know, like Dustin Heritage and, and, you know, um, uh, oh shoot, uh, Brandon Tripod and, Prometheus and a bunch of those guys came out of uh, out of that company. Logan, uh, gosh, I can't remember his last name. Or I feel like a dummy not remembering it. But anyways, uh, uh, I, I started doing some announcing and and they wanted me to do some like commentary work for them. Well, back then I was doing commentary and it was actually over like the live house and I freaking hated it, man. I hated it so much <laughs> because you know I I was a heel and mm-hmm. and I felt like. Like there were certain things that I was saying because I was kind of kind of taking, you know, taking a book from Jerry Lawler and 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 you know kind of being the 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 I don't want to say quirky heel but the you know the one liner type type heel right. or whatever and 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 you know I felt like I was taken away from you know a lot of the a lot of the guys and stuff and and what was going on and yeah. you know and then I would get up and I would actually do the ring announcing so I was doing ring announcing and you know commentating at the same time so. You know, I, I I was getting rammed down the fan's throat, but I was getting myself over as a heel, and that's kind of where the Stephen E. character started to develop. And you know, going from going from there, uh, you know, they I, I can remember one of the bookers come up to me after a show in Coffeeville, Kansas, and asked me. He said, "Hey, you know, we want you to, you know, we want you to to, to take a step back on the the announcing and the commentator, but we want you to, you know, we want you to be our our on air, you know, uh, commissioner." Hmm. You know, okay. We want you to be the authority figure. 
authority figure for for you know for Midwest Wrestling Federation. And at the time, man, you know now now I get I I don't know maybe maybe you know the boards are still hot, but at the time Midwest Wrestling Midwest Wrestling Federation had an absolute hot like web board and, and and I can't even remember what it was, but it was probably some hotmail, you know, based, you know, web account or something like that because it was, <laughs> you know, based in the nineties, but yeah, you know, it, it, it was just really hot. I mean, there was so much interaction from the fans and stuff like that. And you would get a handful of the workers on there and we would just work them. So, you know, I was one of those guys that would get on there and, and give them a piece of my mind and, and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, you know, it just it really helped me kind of establish myself as a as a heel. And when I took on that role as, you know, general manager or commissioner or whatever you want to call it, you know, it was really, 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 really easy to get myself over. And that 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 literally is the first incarnation of the the Stephen E character. And, you know, from from there, um, gosh, I just I, I you know, I just really, really hammered home on the on the character and, and tried to develop, you know, tried to develop myself as you know not not necessarily a manager but just as a as a heel persona and uh uh whenever i went to mid-states when mid-states first opened up in gosh what was it 2001 i believe is what what it was yes you know i went in as a yeah yeah 2001 i believe uh uh you know i was on the inaugural show you know i was on the the first ever mid-states mid-state show and mm-hmm. uh and you know i've i've been what what we call one of the originals the mainstays you know every every uh every time we have a uh, an anniversary show we get together there's you know four or five of us it seemed like we're always there each one of them and we get together and and snap a picture and it's funny because i can go through my my phone now because of course we all have a digital footprint in our in our in our pockets and and i've been pretty fortunate enough to have mine since 2007 so you know i've got uh i've got a lot of pictures and you can see you know the evolution of of these four or five six guys that that have been with mid-stakes for you know forever and uh i i won't say who they are but everybody knows who they are and uh anyways uh you you know coming to mid-stakes you know i really got to hammer home the 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 manager role and, and, you know, I don't know when this is going to air, but, you know, and I hope I'm not letting the cat out of the bag by, by saying when, when, you know, I, I, I said this, but, you know, I've got to, uh, I've got to give a shout out to, uh, to, to one of my, my biggest influences on my career. And uh, uh, it's his birthday today. The leader of the four horsemen, James J. Dillon, uh, happy okay. birthday, James J. That's uh, uh, somebody who has had a, huge amount of influence on my career whenever i first came into mid states you know sitting down with uh with the uh the promoters and stuff kind of kind of finding out where what kind of character you know where we wanted to go i was told we want you to be kind of like a jj dylan guy Great. so i went and you know went and did as much studying on james j dylan as i could and 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 kind of went that route for the the early part of my career and as much as i wanted to i wanted to go the way of of bobby heenan because that was somebody that that you know to this day is my all-time favorite you know manager in the world of professional wrestling you know i mean i i I just don't think they get much better than than bobby heenan you know when it comes to the craft that 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 i do you know that that because you know, make no mistake about it. I'm not a, I'm not a, a performer in the sense of, of, I'm not a wrestler. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a performer in the world of professional wrestling. And, you know, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's awesome to be where I'm at today because, you know, uh, in, in, we're in a business where people like me are like, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not very many of us out there, you know, not mm-hmm. very many 
of us out there that, that that still know how to do it. You know, whenever whenever I'm out there, I do my best, my absolute best. Whenever there's a match going on, to not you know take away from you know from from what's going on in the ring. I try to focus on the ring, and I don't try Wait. to get myself over to the fans. I, I've had plenty of time to get myself over, and and I've done that, and you know I don't have to to you know to to boost my ego or anything by going over to the the fans and and giving them heat. Now I give them heat, but yeah. you know it's a it's a respectable way. But uh, you know it, it, it's it's a great it's a great uh, great spot for me, and I love I love what I'm doing, and I love uh, going out there and entertaining people. And man, I know that th- this answer is a little long winded, but. <laughs> Man, you 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 know you give me uh you give me a little bit of mic time and you give me a a, a, a platform and I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna lay it out there, <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah so that's kind of how I got into the wrestling business and kind of kind of evolved in in moving forward you know I've been working with uh, with mid states for you know gosh we just did 20, 22, 21 years something like that that long yeah. time yeah so much that this old man has forgotten and you know <laughs> I've been uh, been working with uh, Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling for about a year now and and mm-hmm. I've been highlighted up there you know uh, as a leader of Devastation Incorporated and you know that uh, that's so much fun man I love I love Herb Simmons you know it, it it's funny because you know when I when I when I I first started doing that gimmick. You know, and, and you've seen the gimmick. You know what I'm talking about. There, there might right. be some people out there that don't know what it is. But if you don't go, uh, go uh, check out SICW, and 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 you'll you'll see it. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, it, 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 a lot of people, uh, promoters are just kind of. I, I think, you know, they just they they maybe don't want to. I don't. They don't want to do it because it is kind of controversial. And and. and you know, it's got to be a two-part system. You've got to have number one. You've got to you've got to have a promoter that can get by behind it. And Herb Simmons is absolutely just the godfather. And and you know, he knows if it, if he thinks it's going to work. If it's you know, if it's too much. If it's not too much. He uh, he 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 just you know he knows he knows. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to have a performer that can pull it off. And man, I I, I can't believe how well I performed it and and pulled it off over the last year. I absolutely love it and. You know we're in the midst right now of uh, of, of doing our best. Devastation Incorporated, yes. myself and uh, and and you know Atilicon and Sheik Prater and Peyton Ayers and you know uh, uh, the Derek Stone. We are are in the midst of uh, of draping flags over fallen American wrestlers. So you know the deal is is that Devastation Incorporated is open for business and and we're taking bids from these foreign countries and it just so happens that these foreign countries happen to be countries like Syria, Afghanistan, um, Saudi Arabia, uh-huh. you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Iran, um, places like that. You know, so to speak, that they're the ones that are are, are paying us big bucks to uh to lay a flag over over a fallen american wrestler on television and of course we're in the in the in the 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 negotiation process i know you're listening herb simmons i know you're listening and you know we're in the negotiation <laughs> process uh, of being able to purchase sicw and eventually you will crack and i do expect to see you on a beach sipping on you know on on umbrella drinks and stuff like that with uh with all that cash that we're going to get you because my Middle Eastern investors are uh, not joking. We want SICW. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's one thing that I've noticed is uh, y'all have went as far as to y- you have the outfits and everything, too. Like, you've got the headdress and everything. I, oh, I, man, I've seen the pictures yeah. and everything. And it's great. You know, 
you go all the way with it. And I think that makes the character that much better oh, it, being it, able to just take it that just that one little step further like that. And it just oh, brings man. so much more I, out of it. Oh, I was so excited that you said that because you know what, like, you know, whenever, whenever, whenever I got, whenever I got, you know, whenever I was told, you know, this is kind of what we want. What do you think? I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 you know, I mean, like, like, you know, the whole, the whole, it's 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 embedded in wrestling history you have got to i mean that is a formula that just works if it's laid out and it's done right and it's done the right way it just works i mean look at look at what happened in the in the 80s with hogan and 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 uh and sheep i mean that was just dynamite right oh yeah and then guess what happens in the 90s you know turncoat sergeant slaughter Exactly. You know, uh, nuclear. I mean, that was nuclear. I mean, that resurrected his career to the point that that, you know, they gave him championships belts after, you know, maybe people thought that he may have been washed up in it. And it was just so nuclear. So if done right, it's amazing. And those guys have done everything right up there. And I absolutely love the gimmick. In, In fact, you know, for a long time, my wife didn't want to give me the blessing to do that in mid states and we have kind of developed a character of sort in mid states over the uh over the last uh uh five months or so and mm-hmm. i showed up at the last show down in arkansas in full sicw gear so whoa <laughs> she gave me the she gave me the green light and you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. So he might, uh, he may show up in in Springfield, which is something that, you know, that we've talked about in the past. Me and my wife, and and she uh, she finally gave me the thumbs up, and and it, it's just, man, I I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know, it, it, it you know when when the whole purchase of the WWE by the Saudis broke, when right. all that news broke. Yeah, man, we had been we had been on that for six months prior. Right. You know, we 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 had been doing that whole gimmick, everything and like everything based off of set the Saudis, our Saudi investors, this, mm-hmm. that and the other. You know, they're you know, we've been doing that for six months and that news broke. And I remember getting, you know, getting a, a, a text from Herb Simmons and Herb's, you know, can you call me? And it was pretty early in the morning and I called him and he answered the phone and he's like, Vince McMahon is you know, so dumb for not calling you right now and bringing you in on this. And that was, that was such, that was such a compliment to me because, you know, I've always looked at it like, you know, like, you know, my time is gone. It's a young man's game. Uh, You know, like, like, will you ever see me on national TV? Not, not, not in, you know, in, in, in not highlighted or anything like that, but for, for somebody who has, you know, promoted for 50 years, who's been in the business as long as Herb has been in the business, who has seen the people that have come through. I mean, for God's sakes, he was great friends with Bruiser Brody, Dick the Bruiser, all all these guys that have yeah. come through St. Louis. And this man is paying me that type of compliment. Like, holy smokes, you want to talk about an ego boost, man. My <laughs> ego just got boosted big time. But, you know, I, I really love the, the, the gimmick. I really love what they what they have done with it, and man, I look forward to to every month, you know, taping TV and and being able to do that because, like you said, you know, I I went I went all out, you know, mm-hmm. I went all out, and 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 you know, like brother, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do the gimmick, I'm gonna do the gimmick right, you know what I mean, and right. and the gimmick right, 
doing the, doing the gimmick right means that I'm going to have to go ahead and get, you know, get the, the, the gear for it. And, you know, when I come out, I want people to, to, to almost believe in it, you know, and, yeah. and, and I want them to believe in it, but I want them to, you know, just, ah, man, it's so ridiculous that this guy who, you know, is an American is, is just so sympathetic. <laughs> and, and, geez, you know, it's like, he, here he comes with the Afghanistan flag draped around his shoulders, you know, here he right. comes. Oh man, here, here's, you know, here's, here's Gary Jackson, the all Gary Jackson, the all American, you know, uh, night train, Gary Jackson, just, you know, who preaches and, and is just the, just the biggest baby face in the world. If people are out there and they know they, and they're promoters and they're not booking Gary Jackson, man, you guys need to get on the ball. That guy is legit, man. He is so awesome. I love that guy. And, you know, just, just in SICW, he is just the, the baby face up there. And, and, yeah. you know, we almost, almost draped the flag over him and the big Texan came out and saved him and it ah, just drove me crazy, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, ah, but you know, one day, maybe one day, one day one we're going to be able to, to drape that flag over, over Gary Jackson, because those investors, the flag that we use when we drape it over Gary Jackson will be a very expensive flag. Let me tell oh. you. <laughs> so, the, going back to one thing that you said, uh, and I, I'm a firm believer of this. Um, if you only do half of it, you look more silly than if you were to go full blown yeah. like you're doing. It it yeah. creates the character, you know. And just going halfway, it's like okay, you can tell it's just pretend, you know. And in your oh, case, man. you know, it's it's a another step to make it even more believable. And the thing oh, is, absolutely, is I, I love how when people do things like what you're doing. You know, you're helping people to get out of their head and step out of, oh, well, this is what's going on in my life because they're like, man, this seems really real, you know? And so, uh, you know, kudos to you on, you know, taking that extra step when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you very much. You know, I always say, man, I, I, I literally go into the shows and I, I say it to myself at least one or two times before the show starts. You know, it's like we're here to to take people out of the 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 the, the problems of the world for just a few hours, and and if we can do that, man, like ah, you know, we've done our our job, and and we've done a a a good job of doing that, man. This last weekend was just a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal night of pro wrestling, man. Uh, yeah. Mid States was at uh, at the 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 Relic Event Center, and. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was the uh, the 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 culmination of the the tournament. They had that that well, it was one Missouri that championship. Actually. Yep, for the Missouri championship, the Mid States Missouri championship, and you know, uh, uh, the first uh, first round was uh, was you know Roosevelt or Gary Gary Graham, the Southern heavyweight champion, versus uh, Niles Plonkey, and mm -hmm. uh, and we went out there and with a little bit of uh, a little bit of assistance from Miranda Gordy, you know, the Bad Street Beauty, we were yep. able to. Uh, to knock off uh, uh, the Southern heavyweight champion or the so-called heavyweight Southern heavyweight champion. I've got a, a young man that I, I represent uh, that uh, is laying claims to being the real seven Southern heavyweight champion, but you know, we won't, won't go into that quite yet, but uh, so we, we, we ended up, uh, we ended up beating him in that round. And, uh, and then our next, uh, our next match was the villain, Tim Rockwell mm -hmm. versus, uh, oh, versus big Joe Helms. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> that uh <laughs> oh man well let, let me let me just let me just start it off by saying prior to this match we were three and oh um no. against uh against against big joe, joe helms and you know uh gosh man that guy that guy hey, 
have you seen that guy? Have, have oh, you yeah. seen that guy like 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 up close? Have you oh, you like shook his hands? I have. He doesn't yeah. even have hands. He has like mitts. Paws. Yeah. You know, I mean, this guy like <laughs> this guy literally probably you know to 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 keep up with his protein intake, he needs probably like jugs and jugs and jugs of protein. <laughs> I mean, he's a monster, man. He is a uh, monster. He I mean, is. absolute beast. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so so. Things didn't go our way, um, you know. Uh, Joe got the Joe got the the victory on that uh, on that end, and uh, so what that uh, what that did was was set up, and and you know it, it that that was one of the first things that kind of foiled our foiled our night because Ed, Tim Rockwell won. Tim Rockwell knew what he was supposed to do. He was going to lay down and let Niles Plunkett win, so then he would be handed the Southern Heavyweight Champion, and and it was yeah. all going to work itself out, and it didn't work that way, but. Anyways, uh, Joe Helms and Niles Plunkett, you know, they uh, they go at it. And it's pretty, you know, just what you would expect. I mean, those guys, uh, Niles Plunkett, you know, the connoisseur is yep. just a monster in the ring. He is a technical wizard. Um, that guy is just a, I mean, shoot, I don't, I, I don't have to say anything to put him over because if you know Niles Plunkett, <laughs> then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep, he comes yep. in and, uh, uh, you know, we've got a game plan. You know, here comes a big Joe Helms. He thinks he's going to assert his dominance by throwing uh, Niles Plunkett around, you know, which is, is it's hard to prevent him from doing that because he's just, you know, uh, about 325 pounds of, of muscle and, and beast and, and just rage. But anyways, uh, there's a reason why they he, call him the silver bag. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I had to do my I had to, to to do my best to try to uh, to make sure that uh, that, you know, the Nile Plunkett advanced. So we had a plan and the plan involved uh, Tim Rockwell hitting the ring and, you know, uh, uh, actually bashing big Joe Helms over the back with Shirley. And if you know who Shirley is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Shirley is the crowbar that the villain Tim Rockwell drags around with him. And big Joe Helms literally stood up, turned around and chased Tim Rockwell out of the building. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. I thought he was going to drop him at that point. Niles Plunkett could go over there and roll over and, and, and the record makes count. No big Joe Helms turns around literally just fire in his eyes runs after Tim Rockwell and literally chases him out of the building, right? Literally chases him out of the building. Okay. So referee initiates the count, gets the 10 count on, uh, on, on big Joe Helms. Niles Plunkett declared the winner move, boom, moves off to the final. Everything is great. Now on the other side of the bracket, you know, I, I don't know who he won, but I, I, well, actually he beat dread Roberts, Colton Vaught did. That was mm-hmm. his first round um, uh, match, Dred Roberts. And then his second round match was against Luke Langley. And yep. let me tell you guys, those guys, I've seen them put, I've seen them put on two matches before. Uh, both of them are, one of them was a match of the year. Uh, second one has to be considered a match of the year for this year. I mean, yep. I, I, yep. those guys just, Man, oh man, they never disappoint. They never, never disappoint. And and there wasn't anybody that wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the ring. I mean, it was so cool to just look and see people peeping through the curtains, people, yeah. you know, paying attention to the monitor. You know, uh, everybody knew, you know, everybody knew what time it was. And, you know, and and, and those guys were going to do do what they do best. And Colton Vaught came out on top and that set up the, uh, the finals. So the finals were, um, 
Niles Plonke versus Colton Vaught. Well, anyways, in 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 between, you know, the uh, the 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 main event, you've got the uh, over the top thousand, you know, thousand a thousand dollar battle royal. Well, right. You know, uh, they announce all the all the, the the faces, all the heels come in, everybody's sitting there, and all of a sudden, of course, because they're still chasing, he's still getting chased in the parking lot. Here comes Tim <laughs> Rockwell running back through the front door, running through the door, trying to get away. Just before it, it almost reminded me of The Outsiders. You remember The Outsiders, where yeah. you know Matt Dillon gets out of the hospital, hey, it's gonna be a rumble without me, you know, or what? <laughs> you know, it, that's what it reminded me of, and he hit the ring. Turned around, Joe Helms hit the ring, turned around, and then boom, eruption. And it was just a, it, it, it was a, a great battle royal. I believe Jimmy Fiasco um, won that thousand dollar over the yeah. top battle royal. And then the finals for the uh, the the Missouri Mid States Heavyweight Championship. Oh my gosh! Like, have you had an opportunity to see Colton Vaught perform yet? I have not. Oh man. <laughs> I'm hoping it gives me, it gives me soon. <laughs> it, it gives me it gives me goosebumps, brother, to think about that night. Just yeah, like I was so invested into the way that, that everything everything turned out, and 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 the way that I just you know like I was just I was just I was number one. I was just excited to be there because I knew what we were going to make that night was going to be magic. And man, oh man, was it not something special? I literally like am getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. You know, <laughs> we go out there and and you know, and Colton is just man, that 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 kid is just a ball of fire. I mean, yeah. man, man, oh man. I mean, he is go, 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 go. I get tired watching him. Literally, I get tired <laughs> just watching him. I'm like, holy smokes, man. Like, you know, like like you're gonna blow yourself up. You better quit that. Ha 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 ha. You know, he's an MMA fighter <laughs> yeah, too. Right. You know, he's yeah. an MMA fighter. MMA fighter. You know, he he's one of those guys, and you don't see him very often anymore. You know, I, I I'm an old man now, and I've got I've got a couple of kids, and you know, I I I did plenty of hanging around at the jujitsu gyms and in the wrestling mats and stuff like that as a kid. And I always told my my kid, you know, growing up, I'm like, hey, look, you know, when you go to get in a fight with somebody, or if you're going to get in a fight with somebody, if they're number one speaking Portuguese. You probably don't want to mess with them because they're going to tie you up in three types of knots, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. jujitsu. Right. You know, um, if they have cauliflower ear, you know what I mean. Yeah. If they've got that, just that that cauliflower that chewed up, you know, look like mm-hmm. they have spent a lot of time on the mat. If they've got that, or if they're speaking Russian, just leave them alone. Don't don't you know don't <laughs> yeah. don't mess with them. Just right. leave them alone. Like it's not going to end well, you know. Yeah. And and Colton has that 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 cauliflower ear, and that's like that just shows the dedication that he's put into what he does, you know. Yeah. And, and literally, like I said, I can't I can't say enough good things about that kid. He is just a he is just a ball of fire and. Man, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be special to watch, and and you know he's only been doing it for four, you know, three, four, five years, yeah, and uh, and and he's only gonna he's only gonna go up from here, and he right now he's in a good place with mid states because I'm telling you, mid states is is firing away the production, the just everything looks so great, and man, I I I got to tell you, you know, we whenever we, at the end of that match, we're trying to. We're trying to uh, uh, we're trying to do what we can to 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 take home the victory, right? So right. you know, uh, uh, I jump up onto the apron to try to 
tried to get the referee to come over because I needed to tell him that it was it wasn't fair that that, that Colton was pulling on Niles trunks or something. I can't remember what it was. It's been a couple yeah. of days removed, but you know the uh, uh, the referee decides that he's going to go ahead and just throw me out of the out of the out of the out of the out, of, out from ringside. So oh, you know, of course, I'm sitting there and. And you know, there's none other than the the, the the general manager of Midstate standing right there waiting for me. Terry Zeller grabs me by the beard and hauls <laughs> me to the back and throws me to the to the locker room and tells me oh, to no. stay in the back, not to come back out. Yeah. Well, just as he did that, I I saw Miranda Gordy sitting down. I said, Miranda, come fo- follow me. And and you know, I went back out and Miranda uh, uh, jumped up and and you know and and I kind of orchestrated. You can see some of the pictures right now online. I kind of orchestrated. And Miranda took a, a drink of, you know that uh, that Merlot that uh, uh, you know Niles carries around and right. and went to spit it in Colton's face. Niles had him you know had him kind of chicken winged up, right. and uh, and he moved and it went into Niles' face and. You know, uh, I was in the ring. Miranda ran out of the ring. Colton locked eyes with me, brother. And I'm telling you, you could just see it. He was ready to knock me out. And of course, <laughs> like I said earlier, I'm not a licensed performer. And uh, right. I, I jumped out of the ring. I'm not a I'm not a wrestler. I went to jump out of the ring and that kid jumped over the top rope and he had had enough. And he, you know, hit me with a forearm, dropped me onto the, the apron, rolled off onto the apron. And I laid there. And, you know, and, and I heard a little bit of commotion, you know, I'm laying there because, you know, he'd knock me silly. So right. I'm just laying there and, you know, I hear like just a big crash. And then I hear one, two, three. And I swear, man, it's giving me chills right now. Like, I wish I wish you could see it. I heard the loudest ovation in my 23 years of professional wrestling that I've ever heard. And it was just such an honor to be a part of that and to be, you know, to bear witness and to be out there and to, to, you know, it, man, it was just really special. And, you know, of course I looked over at the fans as I just started to, you know, make my way back up. And I said, I asked, did we win? And they informed me that we didn't win. And I was pretty heartbroken at that point, but, you know, congratulations to, to must see TV Colton bought, man. He is, uh, he's, he's something else. And uh, I can't wait for an opportunity to, to, take that belt off your, uh, off your shoulder, you know, uh, <laughs> it's going to come, it's going to come, but yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was special, man. It was, it was great. And we've got a lot of great, you know, feedback from, you know, the fans and, and people on that show. And they just said that it was just phenomenal. And right. and I was just glad to be a part of it, you know, but it, it, it it's funny because it seems like the bar is getting set so high every time and yep. and eventually you ask yourself like when's it going to flat line when are we going to when are we going to plateau when are we going to just you know okay and it's just not happening man every every show we do and it doesn't matter who it's for it doesn't matter if it's for mid-states wrestling it doesn't matter if it's for SICW it doesn't matter if it's for WFC every show is getting bigger and bigger and better and better and Man, independent wrestling right now is is just on such a good upswing, and I love yes. it, man. I love it. I've seen, I've seen it not not, I've seen I've not I've seen it not at its best. Let's just say that. Yeah. And you know, right now I'm just very proud to be be a part of it, and 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 to be considered a veteran in the world of professional wrestling, and and to 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 have people, you know, these younger workers coming up to me and 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 telling me that. You know they they've been fans of my work and and you know they they're you know really glad to meet me and you know if I had would have any advice man that just that 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 right there just tugs at me because you right. know I I didn't uh, I didn't ex- exactly get into business thinking that that's where 
you know, where I would end up in, and, you know, I've made a pretty good mark on this business, at least in the Midwest that, you know, people know who I am and, and, you know, people value my opinion and, you know, and I love it, man. I love it. I'm living a, living a dream. That's really cool, man. And you can hear the amount of excitement in your voice when you talk about it. And it's important that you do have passion whenever you do yeah. uh, do anything with wrestling or anything in you have to have a passion for it, you know? And uh, so, no, I really enjoy hearing you talk about it because, you know, it's, uh, uh, it, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is, man. It is. If, if it, I've always lived by that creed, man, if you're not having fun, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. If yeah. you're not having fun. And, and you know, and, and, and it's funny because it wasn't that I was, ha- it wasn't that I wasn't having fun it was that, that I just kind of felt like that, okay, maybe it's my time to go ahead and, and develop my exit strategy. Number of years ago, you know, I'm like, ah, yeah. you know, it's like my time is coming gone. Like maybe I need to go ahead and give, you know, give my spot to somebody who's coming up who can, you know, go, you know, you know, just run with it and whatnot. And yeah. uh, anyways, uh, just as I do that, man, you know, like, like, I don't know what happened, man. Like my bookings just, boom 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 everybody (laughs) starts calling me and it's like like well i'm not going anywhere now and shoot now it seems like i'm 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 kind of in demand and and now you know back back in the day it was like take what you can get you know it's like right oh shoot you know i'm gonna i'm gonna work on friday in you know nebraska and you know be down in uh in southern arkansas you know on on you know saturday that's a lot of miles in between and yeah you is. know and 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 you do it and and whatnot and now i'm at the point to where i can say okay you know like here i am here you know um mm-hmm. no i can't do that weekend because i don't want to i don't want to have to drive from illinois all the way to you know um <laughs> you know, Timbuktu, you know, right. uh, yep. Texas or wherever, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, I, but I, I enjoy, you know, I, I, I do what I can to get myself out there. You know, I, I'm certainly not saying that I, I, I definitely love getting myself out there and I love going to new places because going to new places for me is, is kind of a test, you know, like, do I got it? Do I, you know, like it, it, have I just conditioned, you know, like the mid States fans in the SICW fans to, to who I am. Therefore they know to boo me like, can I go somebody somewhere else and recreate that? And by God, man, everywhere I've ever went, I've been able to recreate it. You know, I did, uh, I did a couple of shows for, for branding groom, um, or I did a, a show for branding groom and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, a huge, you know, a huge, uh, huge drawing show, but, you know, I was, I, I felt going in there being able to just, you know, interact with the little people as it was there just to get over and get the character over. And I felt like I did, you know, yeah. and, and I felt like what we did was, was really, 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 really a good thing. And then of course, um, you know, uh, uh, the villain, Tim Rockwell mm-hmm. over in, uh, over in Tulsa with WFC, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing some, uh, some work with them here, here soon. Cool. And I'm pretty excited about that. I went in, you know, about, uh, about three months ago and, and, and did like a small role as a, uh, oh, I, I can't, director of authority or something like that for, for the night. But, uh, I'm going to be the, uh, 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 oh, the president of the championship committee. So oh. it will be a Jack, a Jack Tunney esque character. And man, I look forward to doing it. And, and just like, um, just like with, uh, with what I do at SICW, you're going to see just, it, it's going to, it, it, I'm going to, I'm going to go 
yeah, I'm, it's going to be <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, yeah. You'll have to you have to wait and see. You right. know, uh, we, we, we've not debuted it or anything like that. So, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, but it's still just a uh, uh, in my head, and and I know it's going to be great, man. It's going to be so great, and you know, the awesome thing about it is that you know that uh, you know it's just gonna, it's going to be different than what what I've done before. You know, right. I'm not going to be the the brash, you know, the brash, uh, uh, loud mouth heel. You know, I'm going to see about doing my best to get myself over at a face, baby. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I'm kind of excited about that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited because um, not until so I just started this podcast about a little bit over a year ago. And right around that same time is when I found indie wrestling in this area. So I had no idea that there was all of this awesome stuff around me until recently. Oh, man. And yeah, it, it's yeah. just been, you know, very exciting for me because, you know, I always was one before I ever found this, I was always one that wanted to be a part of the, that world. And, you know, technically I'm still not a part of that world, but being able to do this, it gives me a little taste of it. It, it makes me so happy because now just in my area, I have, two different uh, wrestling companies that are about 15 minutes from my house or less, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and then I can yeah. go into Oklahoma and I can find places like WFC or I can go to Harrison mm -hmm. and I can go to a mid-state show. Or if I'm mm -hmm. going to visit my family in Springfield, I can go to a mid-state show up there if they're having one there. Absolutely. There's so much around me mm -hmm. and it's so exciting to finally have found that. So I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like well, a kid in the I, I do have to. I do have to. I do have to correct you on one thing, Jared. Okay. You are a part of this business, brother. You are <laughs> a part of this business. We need people like you to be able to spread the word of professional wrestling, especially indie wrestling. So people like you that are setting up these podcasts and doing these things and giving people like myself and giving people like Space Cowboy Jason Jones and Herb Simmons and you know all these other other guys that you have done. You're giving them a platform. So. So thank you very much for for giving us that platform. Number one to be heard, you know, um, man, I, I was part of a uh, of a pretty good podcast, and and my role in the podcast was to every you know Wednesday or Thursday night, whichever or Tuesday night, whichever night we chose, was to 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 you know set up my Zoom and all mm -hmm. that stuff and and put a graphic behind me and and sit in front of a video camera for you know for 2 hours and and bs about wrestling and <laughs> that was it and and i got like a lot of the 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 pats on the back like oh you guys are great you guys are great and you yeah. know there is so much more to what you guys do than comes to you know you know it's not it's not a one take you know, when you're done and, and, and it's not like that, you know, I mean, it might be yeah. this time, Jared, let's not lie. It might oh, be yeah, this we're doing time, good, but, man. you know, it, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it's not like that all the time. And, you know, um, it, it you know, talking to the, uh, the, 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 the real host, the guy that ran the show, you know, he would spend three and four hours, you know, uh, a night, you know, um, editing yeah. it down and stuff and putting it, you know, getting it ready, getting it formatted and stuff and putting it out there. And, right. you know, although we, we got pats on the back and whatnot, it was, uh, it wasn't easy. So, you know, kudos to you and, and, and anybody that does these podcasts, you know, because there's a lot to it that, that, you know, that, uh, a lot of the workers just, just wouldn't be able to do. I, I'm telling you right now, man, and I'm not, I'm not like, you know, um, technologically you know dumb or anything like that but you know it it's 
beyond beyond me to, to set this type of stuff up and do it and to, to get it published and to put it out there. So, you know, you you doing this makes you 100 percent a part of the business. So don't uh, don't 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 ever forget that. You know, it, it it's just a different part of the business, but you're right. part of the business. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I've had to watch a lot of YouTube videos and Google a lot of things <laughs> to figure out how to do this, but it's definitely yeah, worth yeah. it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, that's one thing about it that, man, you, you, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to come on here is you guys always seem like you're having a good time. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I, I caught on to you. I want to say it was around, around the crown show. So it may have been your early incarnation and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and, I was like, oh yeah, 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 that, yeah. No, this guy, you know, and I, I, I want to say I listened to to maybe uh, a handful, you know, of course, to Joe Helms, Ivan Warsaw, yeah. um, maybe did you, you did Space Cowboy as well? I did, uh, yes, uh, and a couple, yes, and in a couple of other ones, you know, I listened to him and and was like, oh, awesome, you know, I can't wait to get the call, I can't wait to get the call, <laughs> you know, can't wait yeah. to get the call, and then. You know, guess what, Jared? A year later, I get the call. But hey, better late than never. Good things come to those that wait. And That's right. man, I, I I hope you've had a great time because I've had a I've had a good time. You know, oh, today yeah. doing this or tonight doing this. So awesome, awesome. But, I love you. Like I said, you give me a platform, brother, and I'll I'll yeah yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 talk wrestling with you. Well, man, I it it's a lot of fun. You know, I I love doing this, and uh, you know, I there's so many like. So I don't just do wrestlers in my area. You know, I've had people from Canada Mm -hmm. that are wrestlers on here. I've had people in the Texas area. I've had Florida. I've had everywhere, you know, and then I also have other episodes that aren't even wrestling. I've had country music singers on here and stuff too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So it's a, there's a plethora of people to bring on Mm -hmm. and I wish there was more time in a month that way I could get more people because like right now, I'm booked all the way out to September and uh, yeah, I started, yeah, Hey, Hey, I'm not even going to lie. When you, when, when we, when we started talking about this, I mean, this has been three months in the making probably, right. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, the fans might not, not realize that, but this has been a three months in the making. You know, I can remember when you first sent me the date, I was like, no man surely this guy's not booked out that long you know and, and sure enough man you're pumping them out you're pumping them out and i'm like yeah holy smokes man this guy's busy so you know like like it, it, you know it's awesome for me because like i said jared you provide a platform for people like me yeah. and other guys whether it's wrestling whether it's country music whatever it is to get their word out there and and man i i, I just like i said thank you very much man i appreciate that well, yeah, I, and thank you, you know, for saying that. It, it that does mean a lot. So I do have a few more questions I want to ask you on here. And yep. um, so, what would you say is probably one of your favorite feuds that you've been a part of? Gosh, man, you know, you know, it, it, that's actually a, a, it's it's a pretty easy question to answer. Mm-hmm. And and I can't I can't narrow it down to any time frame. But I can tell you that my greatest work has always come against the Space Cowboy Jason Jones. He okay. has been my my arch nemesis for twenty something years, and and you know there's been times where we we didn't work together for a few years, but we've always worked you know together. Whether it was my guys chasing him or him chasing my guys or whatever, but you know Jason Jason Jones is is been my greatest feud and my arch nemesis he's i am the heenan to his hogan you know if you if you (laughs) yeah and you know and it's funny because you know space cowboy is just the most beloved 
face character in all of professional wrestling unless right. you go to Oklahoma. WFC. Yep. <laughs> unless you go to WFC in Oklahoma. Yep. And it just so happens that I'm going to be going to Oklahoma as a face <laughs> character. And it's going to be totally – do you remember that? Like when, when, when Heenan was a heel character and Hogan turned heel, it didn't matter that Hogan was heel. Heenan right. never trusted him. I told you, Shivani, I told you. You yep. never trust this man. You know, <laughs> oh, it, it, I, I, I just I'm, – I'm completely just ecstatic to be able to work with Jason Jones. And, 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 you know, I'm not sure if that's in the cards, but if it is – I am looking so forward to working to working with him as a as a face because we've always worked opposite of each other, and there's just something about us working together. It's so good, you know. I I I take a guy with me uh, to to most of my shows, and and he he does my driving and you know carries my bags and stuff like that, and yeah. you know all that stuff. I've got one of those guys. Everybody, whenever <laughs> everybody sees him, they try to try to you know buddy up to him, and I have to remind them to keep back to go find them sell somebody like that but anyways uh uh when he started coming to the mid-state shows me and jason had just started to to, to feud again and and it had just started to pick up and it and it kind of culminated with the the street fight in springfield last november where where he uh he, i remember he beat that me yeah and, you know yeah i took my undefeated streak you know i had been undefeated for you know for 20 20 something years and you know when i say undefeated you know i'm probably talking in in, in you know 35 matches, 40 matches, but I was still undefeated and it didn't matter how many matches I was undefeated, you know. Right, uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 a streak's it, a streak, it, man. It didn't, a streak's a streak, absolutely. So, you know, so when 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 we came to uh, to Springfield and build that street fight, we went through that street fight, man. That was that was pretty freaking cool, man. That was cool cuz that was the official that was the official turn of of Big Joe Helms from yeah. the hired gun into right. the silverback. Yep. And that was the that was like the catalyst that, that that separated him from us because, you know, prior to that, you know, like like whatever it was, you know, I was always able to convince him that, you know, like like you know the grass isn't greener over there. It's better right. here. Just sit by me and listen to what I have to say. You know, you like cashing the checks, yada yada yada. That was a cool it, thing to it, see, it, it, and the, the, there was a kind of a rumble. You know, you could feel it was coming. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, and so that was yeah. really cool to see. And I remember yes. talking with him about it as well. And you know, he, yeah, he was talking about how you could feel like almost a rumble in the crowd whenever oh, that was man. starting to happen. So that's oh really boy, cool. dude. When we, when we, when we, we did that, we had we had a, a, a four minute segment down in in Arkansas to to get you know to get our 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 story over and we uh -huh. went down there and we freaking killed it man i mean we killed it because you know at this point he was still with me but he he was kind of just about to turn and you know big joe is one of those guys man that 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 he is just an enigma man you look at him yeah. anywhere you go i mean any anytime i've ever been with that guy when we walk around people <laughs> just look at that guy because he's so big man and, and right. just looks like somebody i mean we're up at we're up at sicw and we go to the hotel the casino and we get in the elevator and and you know two girls look immediately look at him and they've got their boyfriend with them and and they look <laughs> at him and they're like how much do you bench press? And he's like, well, I haven't maxed out in a while, but last time I benched, I benched 460 or something like that, you know? And, and they're like, that's a lot, you know? And, and yeah. he's like, yeah, you know, and, and, and <laughs> to the point where they're even like, 
we're in room, blah, blah, blah. You guys should come hang out. And we're like, no, we're not going to, you know, we, we got, we got to get up in the morning and go, you know, go yeah. do some wrestling. So we, we're going to, we're going to go to the room. But anyways, uh, uh, everywhere he goes, man, he just looks, he just, he just has that look, he does, you know, yeah. and, 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 and not only does he have to have that look, he looks like a brawling wrestler, of yes. the old school days that everybody looks like, like, you know, when you see big Joe Helms come through that curtain, man, you know, you know, business is about to pick up and, right. and man, I, 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 I love working side by side with him. I, I, you know, had the privilege, you know, when he broke in, cause he's been in for roughly about three years now, he, mm-hmm. he's been on the road traveling with me for about a year, year and a half now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I like to think that I have a lot of influence, you know, on, on where he's going and how he, he is, you know, um, uh, doing things and and I'll tell him like, Hey, don't, you shouldn't do this. Or you try, you should do this. And, you know, he, he can be stubborn at times, but he is, uh, he's definitely a, a force to reckon with in, in the world of professional wrestling and, and doing that, that split up with him at mid States. It wasn't any, you know, I mean, like, like it was by design, but it wasn't by design by right. us. It, yeah. it, you know, the fans had started to turn him way yeah. before we actually was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and turn him. You know, he was already getting cheered and stuff like that. I mean, for God's sakes, I think the only reason why he wasn't getting cheered was, was because of me, you know, <laughs> uh, me being out there. And, and, you know, I made it very clear to him early on. I was like, you know, Joe, here's the deal with your character, man. You're a bruiser. You're a brawler. You're a, you know, big man. Like yeah. you don't need my help. You know, right. I don't, I don't pull, I don't pull any of the, the, the BS like sweeping the legs or getting up and drawing attention or whatever, yeah. you know, like I'm not saying I'm not going to get a lick in from time to time, but you know, I'm not going to do anything that's real blatant because I, I told him that I felt like that would take away from his, you know, his, his demeanor, his character that he's trained, you know, he doesn't, right. because let's, I mean, let's, let's be honest. He doesn't need my help. You know, he doesn't need my <laughs> right. Help. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for God's sakes, if I if I do something and, and, and it backfires and costs him the match, then then, you know, then I'm I'm down the, the you know, the firing squad. And I don't want that, you know, so I just uh, did my best to keep my my nose out of his business. But but then finally, when it all came to a head in November, man, ah, you know, uh, he he came out and I ordered him to choke slam Jason Jones and he did. And told him to do it again. He was kind of reluctant, didn't want to do it. She was trying to show a little bit of sympathy and, you know, he did it again. And then the third time we had a table set up, you see, and I wanted him to choke slam because, you know, that's Joe's move is to choke slam. I yeah. wanted him to choke slam him onto the table. And so, you know, I ordered him. He didn't, you know, he didn't think that, that, that we needed to. He felt like I could just pin him. It was a no DQ match. So right. nothing could be done about it. And, you know, uh, uh, I went over to him and just, you know, poked him on the chest a little bit. And he didn't, you know, he didn't budge at all, like barely moved. It was actually like poking granite, you know, and <laughs> I may have broke my finger, but I'm not going to yeah. confirm or deny that at this point. But, you know, I'm poking <laughs> on his chest and, and he's not listening to me. He's telling me, no, 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 no. So what did I do? I did what any other, other, you know, other great manager would do. I reared back and I slapped the... I slapped him hard. I don't yeah. know if I can say it, but I slapped this guy hard. Just, I mean, it just boom, ripped him. His eyes, you know, grew about an inch. I mean, they just, <laughs> and he just, you know, of course I went down to, you know, down to my knees and, and, and begged him off and begged him off and begged for his forgiveness. Cause I didn't want him to, you know, do that. And right. of course him being upset, he rolls out of the ring and, 
you know, goes out and, you know, and I go over to the turnbuckle and I start telling him, get, you know, get back here. What the hell is he doing? Get back here, get back here, get back in the ring. Uh, you know, and, and at that moment, Jason Jones gets up and comes over to the, 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 the turnbuckle, which I'm on the second turnbuckle gets underneath me and power bombs me through a table. Oh, and then gets the one, two, one, two, three, the absolute first time I have ever heard one, two, three, and not been on the other end of it. And it was devastating. I do believe I could probably get a PTSD diagnosis based off of that night, but I'm not going to push. <laughs> I'm not going to push that medically. So, you know, uh, it, it was, it was something else. And, uh, and man, it, it was, it was awesome. They, uh, they went nuts. The place went crazy. Oh, they yeah. wanted to see me, you know, they wanted to see me get, uh, get, get destroyed. And that's exactly what happened. I got, uh, I got beat up. It was 32 minutes, 32 minutes of, of, of just getting beat up. Got hit with a pinata, got, uh, got a, uh, uh, a toilet plunger stuck to the top of my head. Like, uh, like, how does that even happen? Right. I mean, yeah. this is 2023, how does that happen? But it, I couldn't, like, I couldn't pull it off. Every time I tried to pull it off, it was like, just, you know, like pulling it's my head. There. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I guess, <laughs> you know, I got a big head or something and, uh, and, and we did that and yeah, it was, something else you know uh uh got hit with trash cans and and by god i tell you what you know don't ever let anybody tell you that uh getting hit with a pinata does not hurt man i tell you what like you know you know first of all we should have thought about that you know you pinata you beat the crap out of it with a baseball bat and barely breaks you know it takes 25 little mexican kids to bust up pinata and you know and and that's (laughs) how it is so let's go ahead and just bust Stephen E over the head with that and see if it breaks and and oh man, I felt it sting on my neck. I was like, "Oh, that God, that hurt." And then another one is like, "Oh man," I kept thinking to myself, "Like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen again one more time." And then, luckily, you know, all the candy was dispersed, and the you know the kids were happy. You know, all the kids <laughs> were happy. <laughs> it was great. It was such a good time, man. I that was that was a, that was an awesome awesome match, and and you know it was kind of like just like the 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 culmination of of what we had built building up in you know the release of of the silverback you know yeah. and, and it was a two part system because it 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 kind of you know it kind of drew you know drew a line and and you know Jason Jones finally got his revenge that he'd been searching for for at this point was 22 years you know had been chasing me trying to catch that victory and yep. you know a lot of people don't uh, a lot of people don't like to recognize me as a a undefeated mid states heavyweight champion but I actually beat in 2007 the Space Cowboy Jason Jones for the Mid-States Heavyweight Champion and, uh, and, and was injured later that year and, uh, and had to relinquish the title. So, uh, so I ended up giving it back. And so I didn't actually lose it. So for many, 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 many years, I counted myself as an undefeated Mid-States Heavyweight Champion. And, uh, and then, finally, then finally, I got beat. So. <laughs> but it was great because, like I said, you know, it, it – it, it, it ended that 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 feud with me and Jason, and and it, and it propelled Joe into the 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 face, you know, into right. the face category. And yep. everybody just absolutely loves that guy, and he is so uh, just just doing just such a great job, man. His, you know, everything he's doing right now is just it is so great. It's it's awesome, man. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. So, what would you say is probably the hardest part about being a manager of wrestlers? Oh man, you know, be, one of the one of the hardest parts about being a manager in wrestling is, I mean, it, it, it is, 
it's not hard. It becomes second nature when you become good at it. And and if you watch some some guys and and you know I can't think of anybody right now, but I've seen them in the past or over my years. You know, um, again, I've been doing this for twenty three years, so I've seen a lot of people come and go. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of managers they 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 try to take away the spotlight and they do the best to get themselves over. Right. And and you know, our job is not to get ourselves over. You know, I mean, if we can get ourselves over, that's great. But our jobs are to get the people that we're with over and, you know, and and far too often you see people, you know, in a manager position, turn around and just yak with the fans, this and that, this and that, like, you know, I, I, I've actually figured out over the years, you know, cause people, you know, they, they've always chanted the Stephanie chant, you know, from almost day one, it was like, Stephanie, Stephanie, (laughs) Stephanie, you know, that, that, that chant. And, and over the years I've developed a method to be able to just, you know, just, you know, to, to get them to stop. You know, because, you know, the last thing I want to do, because when they're yelling that stuff and they're doing that stuff and they're giving me attention on the outside and they start doing it and then the other section starts doing it. And then, you know, pretty soon the whole arena is doing it and nobody's paying attention to what's going on in the middle of the ring. Man, like I failed as a manager. I failed. I failed as a performer because that's something that I should never, never do. And and I do my best to not not let it even get out of hand, you know, Um, you know, we live in a day and age where where fans, you know, get get you know, get upset and, you know, and, and they want to be a part of the show somehow or another. And, and it just might be Billy badass, for instance, you know, and, and, and I don't know, I don't know names, but you know who I'm talking about that one yeah. fan that's always at every show that just, you know, wants to, wants to stand up and, and, you know, show his girlfriend or show everybody else in the crowd that he's not a punk and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like at the end of the day at the show, and there's nothing wrong with 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 giving off and, and doing that stuff, but you know, when that one guy you know gets the attention of of, of somebody and they go out there and, and especially if they take a, take it from a manager, you know, it's just bad for you know, it's just bad for business. You know, you go right. over there and you give it to you give it to them, and all of a sudden, you know, um, there's a video that pops up of some fan fighting, you know, a worker or a manager or something like that, or you know, some you know, you know, it just it's not good for business. It's not it. it you know, I, I always I can always recognize Billy Badass and I always call him that Billy Badass. You know, he's always that <laughs> one guy that's there. I yeah. always recognize that guy. And and don't get me wrong, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him some heat, you know, when yeah. I walk by or whatever. But you know, whenever I recognize it, he's almost to the point that 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 he's like, okay, like I need to I'll just go down three or four, you know, maybe another section over and three or four seats down, and guess what? There's a whole new section of people who are just waiting, waiting, because as far as as far as I'm concerned, you know, Billy Badass lost his his privilege of of working, working with me and me trying to trying to do something with him. And I'll go to the next, you know, group of fans and they just are so glad to, you know, to to be able to interact with me because, you know, that's what I am. I'm a walking interaction. You know, right. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and you know, at the same time, I'm not trying to take away from the match, and and I won't like used to. I used to, you know, would walk, and somebody'd say something, I'd turn around, and I kind of jaw jack with them a little bit. Now I'll just walk, and I'll just give them a look, and just you know, like whatever, you know, like just <laughs> whatever, you know, and, yeah. and and walk off. And man, it's the same. It, it gets that same effect because they they look at their friends and giggle. Oh, oh you know, I got over on him. You know, and it's like. Okay, whatever, you know, but, but, you know, that's one of the hardest things being a manager is, is trying to make sure that you're highlighting who's in the ring and not yourself, because that's right. the last person that I'm trying to get over is myself. But yeah. I've done a good job of it over the years that that I don't need to get myself over that just my character itself, the way that I look, you know, coming out, um, 
gets gets itself over. I, I had a buddy years ago tell me, he goes, I don't know what it is about you, man. He goes, uh, you're the nicest guy in the world. I don't know what it is about you, but, but you know, I seen you. I, I, I see your wrestling character. And I, he goes, I just, I see it. He goes, I just don't like you. He goes, you just look <laughs> like somebody that I don't like or that I shouldn't <laughs> like. And I was like, fair enough, man. Like, yeah. okay, well, I'm getting, getting my point across. And, and <laughs> for whatever reason, you know, for whatever reason, man, they, they don't like me. And, and I love it. I love it. I've done a good job of of getting the character over and and finding my my niche and yeah. finding the little things that have worked for me over the years. And and it's awesome because whenever, like I said, whenever I talk to to other aspiring managers, which there are a few in the in the area and out in Oklahoma and and uh, in in Illinois and stuff like that, when they come up to me and they're asking me for you know for advice or 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 I'm in the locker room and I'm 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 you know being told like hey guys you know we've got Stephen E here he's been in the business for a long time um you know pick his brain you know it's like being put you know in that position in the locker room is very you know very rewarding it makes me feel right. like I've accomplished something and and I'm my biggest critic on anything that I do and you know sometimes I, I i might be a little guilty of not giving myself enough credit you know or or not patting myself on the back but then there's times man like when we did that this last weekend you know i just you know like man boom everything hit everything was so perfect it was great like like man just every it could not have been better you know and, and it seems like in the last year i have had so many of those like moments where i'm like how much better is it going to get and it just never seems to amaze me man and i'm on a i'm on a roller coaster right now and i'm i'm um you know i'm i'm climbing the the, the hill yeah i can't wait <laughs> so when it comes to the look I, I think i know what it is it's beard jealousy people are jealous of that awesome beard that you have oh man you know i tell you what it, it, it it's funny because you know, um, man, I've been rocking the beard since like 2005, you know, now yeah. it's gone through some evolutions over the years. You know, of course, uh, <laughs> my wife likes the five o'clock shadow. She absolutely hates the beard. I mean, really? she hates it. It, it. Yeah, she, I mean, I, she's used to it. Let me just say right. that. But yeah. her preference would be it's like the, the five o'clock shadow, okay. you know, like, like, you know, like trimmed and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, whenever I, whenever I started growing it and I, and I, Man, I I mean I trimmed it for probably gosh, I don't know, probably from 2004, 2005 to 2010, you know, like yeah. just trimmed it like really short and uh -huh. you know, and then then I started letting it grow out after of course after I opened up my own business and and started working <laughs> for myself and I didn't have to answer to anybody else like right. You know, I went full blown. I went full blown what I what I would call the homeless look. You know, I went full blown homeless <laughs> whenever I go into Whenever I go in to get uh, get a haircut and get a beard trim, I always tell them, you know, the 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 barber will ask, okay, what are we doing here? You know, like, okay, just make me not look so homeless, you know. And they're just like, gotcha, you know. And and, and they work <laughs> and they work their magic, and it looks great. But uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, uh, uh, I've been growing. I've, I've had a, I've had a long beard for gosh, probably the last eight, nine, ten years, man. And and yeah. I don't know if I'll ever, you know, once you, once you, once you've had it for this long and it's as full as what I've got, it's hard. To everybody's impressed. Oh yeah. man. And, and, you know, it's like, you, you, how do I say it, man? Like, like I'll, I'll be stopped. I'll be like, I don't know. I'll be at the mall or something, you know, and, and some, you know, kid who's 19, 18 years old will come up and it's like, you know, Hey, mister, you got a nice beard. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, first of all, you called me, sir, or mister. And, you know, like yeah. make me feel like I'm already old and, 
you know, and it's like, oh yeah, great. You know, like one day, you know, I I was checking out of old Navy one time, getting some, you know, like some some, you know, uh, uh, some pool slippers or something. You know, yeah, that big sale. Some getting right. some pool slippers and uh, and the girl, she couldn't have been like more than like nineteen years old, and she's like, you know, sir, you just have like a really excellent beard. I have to say, my boyfriend would be so jealous right now. Blah 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 <laughs> because of your beard. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm old enough to be your grandpa. You know, yep. it's like like. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But yeah, it's it's uh it, it's great. It's great. I love it. I, I actually had somebody uh went to Taco Bell to pick up food one night for me and my family. And the so my kids are eleven and twelve. And uh-huh. when I got there, the guy asked me, he was like, Hey, aren't you so and so's dad? And he's like, Oh, I, he, and he's like, I have a class with him. And I was like, wait a minute, you think I'm old enough to have like a 16, 17 year old kid? You know, <laughs> it hits you right in the feels. Uh, oh, man, it does. Man, okay. It does, man. But yeah, I, I think it was because you know, of the beard. So, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, for me, for me, man, I, 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 I had my, my son at a very early age, you know, mm-hmm. I had him at, at 17. So I was a young father growing up and, and, you know, through all the trials and tribulations where people said we couldn't make it, we weren't yeah. going to, you know, be able to do it. We somehow did it and he grew up to be a pretty successful little young man and, you know, uh, I, I tell him every year he's getting ready to turn 30. I tell him every year, man, that, that it doesn't hit me any harder than whenever you, you know, like when you hit 27, when you hit 28, when you hit 29, yeah. and now you're going to be 30. Like, wow, that that really makes you feel old to the yeah. point that I told my mom, you know, I tell my mom, I said, gosh, mom, you know, I'm I'm 47. And, and you know, I bet you every year you just makes you feel older and older and older. And, you know, it's just. <laughs> Yep. Yep. You know, but, but, you know, I, I've lived a, I've lived a good life, man. I've been very blessed and, and been able to, to, you know, to, to, to have some, to make some good memories and have a lot of fun in this crazy world of professional wrestling. And I've met some really, 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 really good people, man. Uh, you know, Michael Barry, Dustin Heritage, Jason Jones, you know, uh, Gary Graham, yep. um, you know, uh, Herb Simmons, you know, Travis Cook, you you, you name it, you know, Dennis McCaw, Jake Prater, you know, Peyton Ayers. I've met a lot of great, Mahler McDarby, you know, uh, Jim, Jim, uh, 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 Big Texan, Jim Hallsworth, mm-hmm. just great, great, great people. Uh, you know, Ivan Warsaw, all these, all these great individuals, Villa Tim Rockwell, I've had a good opportunity to work with a lot of them. And, and you know, it's just such a, a, a blessing to, to be able to do that and to, to, you know, to still be doing it and to, to consider myself literally like, you know, like I hate to say this, but at 23 years where I should be winding down, I feel like I'm, I'm like hitting, a, hitting my prime. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, whenever you're having a, 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 a the storylines are still good. And people, there was one thing I, I heard in an interview with uh, Dave Batista. You know, I, I'm not the biggest Dave Batista fan, but he said something that's mm-hmm. always stuck with me. And it was, I will keep showing up as long as they're wanting to see me. And yeah. when it comes to what you're doing, you're still getting that 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 fan reaction. People are still wanting to see you, whether that be want to see want to see you, you know, get chased out of the arena, or if they want to yeah. see what you have to say that night. You're still there yeah. and they're still wanting to see that. So that tells you that, no, you're not done yet. Yeah, no, you know, and, and you know, and everything that I do is, is such an old school, you know, presentation of, of the way that I cut my promos and, 
you know, the way that, that, that I talk and, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be in the middle of a promo talking, you know, to the, 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 the television cameras, you know, and, and, you know, stop and just, you know, rip to the crowd and tell them to shut up. You know, yeah. it's like, that's not stuff <laughs> that you see on television. You know, it's like, no. you know, it literally, you know, like, 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 you know, I'll, I'll do that, you know, in most, you know, most interviews because the fans will start to get, you know, under my skin and break my concentration. So I got to remind them to shut up. And, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 it's something that, that, that people, you know, like that, that people might be afraid to, you know, I don't know whether they think that they're going to hurt somebody's feelings if they tell them to shut up or if they cut a promo on them and, you know, and, and do that. But, you know, like those are, those are pretty strong words and they get a good reaction. And, and if done right, you know, um, obviously I'm not trying to offend anybody, man. I mean, like we're, we're wrestlers and, and, you know, we've got to do a job out there and and my job obviously is to be a heel. I'm certainly not trying to, upset any kids or anything like that you know and and make them you know go home crying or anything like that but at the same time like you know you what you see is what you get you know we're brash we're we're heels we're not uh we're not friends and and you know we're going to tell you all about it and yeah. you know I, I i love uh i love i love the character that i've developed over the last you know 23 years and and it's going to be interesting to see where it goes you know especially with my venture out to oklahoma yeah so I've only got just a little bit left here for you, but I had somebody who um, sent me a question right before we started recording for you. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you that now. And it is, um, who is your favorite person to manage and why is it Tim Rockwell? (laughs) Well, it's actually really simple. Tim (laughs) Rockwell is probably the best thing going in professional wrestling right now. I mean, that guy, right. Do you realize before, uh, before big Joe Helms defeated Tim Rockwell in Springfield, Missouri, that he was undefeated for almost three years in Missouri. If that doesn't tell you, yes, yes, he was, he was undefeated in Missouri for three years. And, just by happen chance and, and, you know, and, and some shenanigans by Joe Helms, he can't claim, you know, he can't, can't hold that undefeated streak, but that's all right. Tim, somebody that, uh, that will pick up the pieces and persevere, you know, uh, uh, but, but Tim, but Tim Rockwell is one of the, one of the, one of the most awesome people that you could be around. I love, uh, I love what he brings to the table. He's such a veteran. He's a general in the ring, man. Um, if you've not, if you've not seen him work, I mean, he's, but he's one of those kids that has been around forever. You know, I mean, he's been around forever and what he's done with WSD is just brilliant, man. I mean, it's a work of art, you know, those guys, you know, production wise, those guys are just hitting, you know, all points are on. I think it's ICWF TV. You can watch their, their WSD prime on that. Yep. You know, they bring in top, 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 top notch talent uh, over there. In fact, I believe on July 9th, I believe that uh, Scotty Too Hotty will be there as well as Teddy Long. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be a big event. And, uh, you know, oh, you're uh, talking about in August, was, right? Is, oh, is that? Yes, yes. The that's it. That is that's in August. Yeah, Extra, yeah. Yep. Ex, yep. That's exactly right. I'm sorry, man. I, oh, you're I, good. You know, got uh, got those dates mixed up. But yeah, <laughs> it uh, it's going to be it's going to be, you know, it's going to be great, man. It's oh, going to yeah. be great. And those guys, those guys just they put on they put on such a good show over there. And then to mm-hmm. not only put on a good show, but the cause that they do it for, man, right. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. You know, yep. I mean, that right there is philanthropy of its finest. And, 
you know, anybody who knows me in my personal life knows that I'm a very giving person and that, that, you know, the, the organizations that I'm a part of are very giving organizations to, you know, all sorts of philanthropy, whether it be, you know, kids with, you know, with, uh, uh, cleft lips or, you know, um, you know, the prosthetics that, that they give out to kids, you know, um, the hearing, the hearing aids that they give to kids and to be able to, to, to hear the stories and, and how much we've changed their life is, is such a great, great thing. And, you know, um, and so working, working with, with, you know, with, uh, with Tim over in Oklahoma is going to be a, you know, it's going to be very fulfilling for me. So Definitely. I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, you know, I can't, not, I can't, uh, I can't wait for, I can't wait to see what the future holds for me and Tim Rockwell. That's for sure. Yeah. So, do you have any last things that maybe you want to say to my listeners before I get you off of here? Yes, 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 yes. I want to thank you guys first and foremost for, you know, spending the time and, you know, getting through this long winded podcast. Like I said earlier, you know, you give me a platform, man, and and I'll just go, uh, you know, that's just how I am, brother. That's just how I am. But, uh, but yeah, you know, catch me on, on SICW uh, TV explosion weekly. Um, you know, uh, if, if, you know, if you're anywhere near Springfield, Missouri, Harrison, Arkansas, uh, you know, um, follow mid States wrestling, get on, you know, like mid mid States wrestling, uh, on Facebook. And, uh, and if you get a chance to, to catch us on, on the road, you know, man, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't be disappointed. Um, SICW, we're always, uh, we're always up there too. Uh, we're, we've now, uh, we've now taken over the Belclair fairgrounds. And mm. uh, we're running shows at the Bel Claire Fairgrounds, which is historic for professional wrestling. You know, um, anybody in that St. Louis area will remember some yeah. of the legendary matches that, that that took place on that uh, at that uh, that place. And man, it's such an honor to be able to just uh, just be in a locker room up there, knowing you know some of the greats that have passed through there. But you know, if you get a chance to to you know to check out SICW, do so, and of course check out uh, WFC, man, WFC wrestling for cause out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, great organization, um, man, you know, it's great cause, uh, great wrestling. They are on ICW FTV, I believe is what it's called. Uh, you'd have to, you'd have to go to the, to the website to get that, that information. But, uh, but WFC prime is, is a show that they put on that is amazing. They've got great talent, unbreakable, Justin Lee, Duke Cornell, um, you know, uh, Eddie Labonte, uh space cowboy jason jones rhett uh rhett the cowboy you mm-hmm. know uh Al, uh tristan dawson you know yep. uh dead eye dawson's what they call him yep. you know they've got a bunch of great guys over there and they're working their tails over over tails off over there and and i'm excited to come in and be a part of that so um <laughs> you know and and you know if you're on facebook just hit me up look for Stephen e on facebook i've got uh, i've got the little gimmick page and all that stuff and uh you know, I, I don't do Instagram, Twitter, or any of that stuff. You know, I'm an old boomer, and, and <laughs> if I had to do all that stuff, then I'd have to learn it all over again. So, you know, I'm just kind of a, a Facebook guy until, you know, until that's gone in, in, in a way. And, and I'm sure if you gave me a minute, I could probably pull up my MySpace account and plug that, but I don't know if MySpace, very many people yeah. would be using that. <laughs> Wouldn't be using that anymore. But, but yeah, Jared, like I said, man, uh, thank you for taking the time to – to give me a platform to to do what we do and uh again yeah. if uh if you know if you guys uh if you guys are anywhere near midstate show man i'd love to love to see you and stop and talk to you guys and uh and and see what we can do all right man it's been great talking to you and i'm definitely gonna have to get you back on here yeah fantastic man you you just uh you just book it man and we will come 
All right. Sounds good. You have a great night. You too. Thank you, Jared. Bye. Hey, listeners. Pardon for the interruption, but I'm Billy, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Jim, the bulk and skull of the Zeo to Hero podcast, where every week is always going to be a different surprise. You got to tune in to find out what we talk about. It could be anything from 90s nostalgia, Power Rangers, anime, giant fighting robots, or landing on the moon. Who, uh, who knows? So definitely check us out on any of the podcast places where you find yours. Hey there, podcast listener. You enjoying what you're listening to? Well, then do I got a special treat for you. Storytime with Cosplay Dude 637. That's me. I'm your host. And I like to tell you stories. Stories that I personally enjoy. So, buckle up, get comfortable, because we're going on a wild ride. A yabba dabba doo. This is a Cat's Pajamas, aka Cat's PJs, and I'm the host of Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Well, what is it that I got at the radio show, you may ask? I've got everything from live interviews with various people from wrestling to bands and musicians and artists and artist collectives. We talk all things, conspiracies, scary stories, and uh, fun random music facts. You can check me out on Spotify at Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Got a really killer playlist for all of you as well. Or you can find me on Instagram, Cat's Pajamas 123. So I hope y'all go ahead and give that a listen. And a special thanks to uh, If We Give a Daughter Podcast for putting me on. Much love. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Stephen E. He was a great guest, and I look forward to getting him back on the show in the future. So, I have some really cool episodes that are coming out. I believe next week's episode is going to be me and Justin Lee talking about Batman. So, uh, make sure that you tune into that, because uh, we always have a good time talking. I mean, the last time he came on the show, I think it was almost two hours and then after we got done recording, we talked for probably another 30 minutes or so. So we have plenty that we can talk about. We'll talk about all different kinds of aspects of Batman and things like that, and comic books in general, I think. So it'll be a great time, and I look forward to talking with him. Like I said, I've got some really cool ones that are coming up. I'm excited about the end of the month as well. You guys heard on the episode that I have with Cosplay Dude 637 that I will be having another anime voice actor on the show at the end of the month, and that is Phil Parsons. He has been on shows such as um, Dragon Ball Z. He's the voice of Nappa from Dragon Ball Z. He is also the voice of Tensei Ida, the older brother of Tenya Ida. And as you know, I've had... Uh, J. Michael Tatum on this show, who voiced Tenya Ida. Well, now I have Tensei Ida that's going to be on the show as well. He's been in stuff like uh, Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Full Metal Alchemist. He's been in all kinds of different stuff, and I'm really excited to have him on. He's even done some voiceovers for Borderlands, I believe, as well. So 
Um, just stay tuned to all of my social media and, uh, yeah, follow me on there. That way you can make sure that you stay up to date with everything that's going on. I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm also on threads now as well. Just look up if you give a data podcast on almost all of them. It's the at IGADAP. You can go and find me there, except for Twitter. I believe it's dad podcast one, one. The rest of them should be IGADAP as the uh, username. So yeah, go and follow me on all that. And also, if you want to send me a message, um, I love hearing from you guys and I, it, it really just makes my day whenever I get a message from one of you. So yeah, send me something. Tell me what you think of the show. Or if you have an idea or somebody you'd like me to bring on the show, I will try my best to get them on here. Um, as you know, in the past, I've been able to bring on uh, a guest that has uh, been requested. And I hope to continue doing things like that in the near future. You can also send me an email at giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. You can send me you know, suggestions on there as well. Um, or if you just want to, uh, say hi, you can do that. Um, if you have something you'd like for me to talk about, send me some, send me a line. Uh, I have all of this stuff linked in my link tree, which will be in my show notes. So if you have a hard time remembering some of these things, just go to my link tree in the show notes and you can find everything there. As you're listening to this episode, make sure that you go out and rate and review this. That way people hear about it. That way people see, hey, I like this show. You should check it out too. It will more likely recommend me to somebody the more people that review my show. And so make sure that you go out there and do it. Make sure that you're subscribed to this show and hit that notification bell. That way that you know when the next episode comes out for the show. I love doing this and I love all of you people. You're great. It's a great time for me. I enjoy it. Um, as I was talking to Stephen E. in this episode, we were talking about how, you know, it. there's a lot into the process and stuff, you know, and editing takes a while and doing all the things and marketing and things like that. But it's worth it in the end because I get to produce this stuff and you guys get to hear it. And that makes my day whenever you guys enjoy these episodes. So make sure and let me know if you like what you're hearing or if you don't and you'd like me to do something else. Make sure that you let me know. Um, I do have merch out there, so make sure that you are going out there and getting that. I have shirts out. I have uh, stickers. I have all kinds of stickers. So if you find something that you like, uh, let me know. Uh, my wife makes all this stuff through her side hustle that she has, Cups and Teas by Stacia, which is also in my show notes. You can find uh, her link to her link tree to find all of her stuff on there as well. She has an Etsy shop. She has an Instagram, and she has a Facebook for it. So go out there and follow her and uh, get some cool merch. You can get my stuff, or if you want something custom-made, you can get something custom-made from her. I want to give a shout-out to my three podcast networks that I am a part of, and that is the Zeo to Hero Podcast Network, the OIW Podcast Network, and the Avenue Podcast Network. There's all kinds of great shows that you can find on each and every one of these. Um, I enjoy interacting with all of these people whether it be on the Zeo to Hero Network or if it's on OIW Podcast Network or even the Avenue, there you can find so many different types of shows on there. Pretty much anything that you could want, you can find a show for on there. Whether that be fan fiction or wrestling or there's even people on here who do cosplay and things like that and they talk about this. And there's travel uh, podcasts that you can find on some of these. So go out there, make sure that you look at all three of these networks and follow these people. 
Uh, you've got Zeo to Hero podcast itself, which you know I was on an episode of that a few weeks ago. And if you haven't heard that episode, make sure that you go out there and listen to it as well. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun talking to them. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens in the future. I love all of these podcast networks. So uh, make sure that you go out there and follow each and every one of them. I also want to give a shout out to the guy who made my ending theme song music. And that is D-Cure. He created that for me, and it's just been awesome. Uh, I look forward to maybe having him back on the show here in the future. But if you like the way that that sounds, make sure that you go out there and follow him. And uh, also wanted to give one more shout-out to Original Geek Comics. As you know, I had Nick Helms on the show uh, about a month ago or so, and he has a new comic coming out called Paladin. And uh, make sure that you go out there and check that out. I'll have a link to that as well. And uh, he has some new stuff that's coming out that I'm really excited about. He also gave me a page in the new comic book to advertise for this podcast. So I thought that was actually really cool of him. Thank you, Nick, for doing that. And thank you to Original Geek Comics for just being so awesome. So, like I said, I'm very excited about what's happening with this show. I am really looking forward to see what happens next. And I hope that you guys are too. I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, though we're blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what? I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell then farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. Listen closely, download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. And listen closely, download and tune in remotely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.